Welcome to the first episode of the Live Well podcast. Whole idea here is, um, you know, how do we learn to live well? Um, we're living in kind of a unique moment, uh, mm-hmm. trying to stay well. But the most important thing in all of our lives is is how do we live well? And so we're looking at this from a lot of different directions. And I'm really excited today because we've got a special guest with us, Rochelle Masters uh, from Masters & Co. Psychology. Um, yeah. And we're going to be thinking a little bit today, uh, right as we are in, in this, in, you know, everybody coming to grips with um, the effects of COVID-19 and the changes that are taking place pretty mm-hmm. rapidly around us. Um, and that comes with a lot of challenges. And so I'm really excited to get to chat to you, Rochelle. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. welcome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Rochelle, obviously it's been, you know, I think most people probably feel like uh, what we're experiencing in the moment, it's rapid change, um, oh, yeah. new information all the time, uh, new um, changes to what mm-hmm. we can do, can't do, how yeah. society's working, mm-hmm. how um, just how we everything functions. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, let's maybe just start with this mm-hmm. uh, from your seat. Yeah, you know, yeah. masters and co. You're working with people mm-hmm. focused on. And maybe let's back it up one step. Yeah, give us a little snapshot of your heart at Masters and Co. Yeah, okay. and what what you guys get passionate about for helping people with. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to talk about that, but you'll have to stop me if I talk too long. (laughs) You know what? So we have four mental health clinics across the city of Perth and it is just, I know it sounds strange, but it's one of my favourite things to do is to provide psychological services and wellbeing initiatives to people who are vulnerable in terms of their mental health. Mm. So we like to provide fresh approaches to mental health care. Mm. And something that I've noticed is that when hope intersects with science, mm. observable science, that actually there is tangible change in people's lives. Mm. And I just love the fact, you know, that we can provide spaces for people to come and have good mental health care. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's one of the reasons mm. I was so excited to get to yeah. chat with you today. Yeah. Um, to help people figure out how mm. do we see those two things come together. Oh, Hope. yeah. That's and, right. you know, observable science, practical strategies, mm-hmm. realities, um, mm. because I know that's one of your passions, you mm. know, is well-being. How do we help people, you know, live, live well? well. And yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, let's look at what, mm-hmm. you know, from, from where you're at, what are you seeing happen mm. right now? Um, what are you seeing people experiencing, mm. going through? What's been just some of your sort of starting observations of what we're experiencing? That's exactly right. Well, there's a few things actually. So generally speaking, the clinics experience about 40 to 60 new patients every 10 days. And, you know, there's a team, a dedicated team of about 18 of us that attend to people across these four locations. And, you know, it's quite a controlled environment. We like to think that people come in and it's very peaceful and it's Mm. safety and it's, you know, serene and all those sorts of things. And then the coronavirus, you know, really came into close proximity Mm. into our city and our, Mm. you know, our nation. And you realise how how small Perth is and mm. WA is, and then yeah. and then Australia, yeah. and perhaps even globally too. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is a moment、mm. you go. Whoa, the、no. world is really、mm-hmm. small. What happens here? There, I think it's、mm-hmm. one of the unique things. This moment, isn't it?、Mm-hmm. It's affecting、yeah. all of planet Earth.、That's、We all、exactly、actually feel odd sense of connection、yeah. with one another. Absolutely.、Um, you know, but it is amazing. It, it, it is. is how small it is. How、mm. connected we all are.、Mm-hmm. How much one thing that affects anybody、yeah. affects everybody. Yeah, that's right. And so, what happens then is that, generally speaking, though, people come in for a wide variety of reasons,、mm-hmm. and they come into an environment. They may have activated a mental health treatment plan with their GPs, because、mm-hmm. we all entitle to ten sessions、mm-hmm. in a calendar year,、um, as appraised by the GPs. And、um, generally, there's a few other bits and pieces that you can have as well. But people come for a variety of reasons,、mm. and yet. To answer your question about what's changed、mm, now, yeah, that is、uh, at the moment it's like, you know, the effects on people of this particular、uh, situation, this pandemic, is really exacerbating a couple of things.、Mm. There's actually three things that、yeah. I'm noticing. So what we call an acute stress response.、Mm. People,、um, we we used to living with a bit of stress, and and we can actually tolerate a bit of stress.、Mm-hmm. In everyday life, but what we are noticing is a huge、uh, upsurge of、mm. people's acute stress response. So、yeah. that that means that it's not there's no longer good stress or tolerable、mm. stress. Yeah, it's all toxic stress,、mm. and that's where you get that behaviour from、yeah. people. That the sort of frantic behaviour they they start to then, you know, each man for himself、mm. kind of behaviour. So、yeah. that's a Acute stress response is is one thing. Okay. Then obviously there's the anxiety and panic. People are really reporting that they are feeling very anxious,、mm-hmm. and it's mostly driven around uncertainty. Yeah. And、um, you know a lot of thoughts and worry、mm. about the uncertainty that hap- that's happening at the moment. Not able to problem solve. Not able to have the normal templates of life、yeah. roll out. Yeah. And then it's just it's just the general things like you know the the general physiology you know we're meant to sleep well eat well mm-hmm. exercise mm-hmm. well you know there's the basics、yeah. our general lifestyle routines really do、mm-hmm. play into our mental health and well being and that is all jimmied up at the moment、yeah. you know people are not sleeping well yeah and they're also not necessarily looking after themselves the way that they normally would、mm-hmm. um, and there's reasons for that、mm. so. Along with the fears about social isolation,、yeah. you know, we're not designed to be alone,、yeah. and yet there's a bit of a threat to、yeah. that, isn't there? Yeah,、so、that's right. Yeah, they would be the three things、okay. that I'm really noticing:、yeah. the sleep dysregulation, the stress response, the、yeah. anxiety and panic, is really yeah. enormous.、Uh, I mean, it's that. Th- that's a great way to be able to start to frame some of、yeah. this.、Um, mm. Because I think let, let's start there with、mm. this idea of an acute stress response. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's kind of helpful. I think to sort of,、um, and I like how you you distinguish that from even sort of the panic anxiety.、Mm. So,、mm-hmm. I, as we think about an acute stress response,、mm. um, like do people, is that something? Do you think the average person sort of will even realize about themselves? Is that something、I、that just kind of、so. yeah? Yeah, I don't think so. So it is more just. Someone might be having that,、yeah. not realizing it, but、mm. it's 
exhibiting, I guess, almost an influence on their actions. Yeah, absolutely. I guess the way that I would explain that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I get a hit of adrenaline mm. and, and my feet hit the floor. Yeah. And I get that surge of adrenaline, you know, yeah. that my brain. Now, just... you're telling me this is without coffee or are you, <laughs> ta- are you describing coffee? coffee? Well, no, yeah. the coffee helps. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, you wake up, yeah, there's some and energy. Up and down feet my feet nervous system. So, yeah. from the base of our brain, the brain stem, all the way down yeah. through the spine is our nervous system. Yeah. And it takes a hit of adrenaline. Yeah. And it's it's good stress. Yeah. It, it's meant to motivate yeah. me to action. Yeah. And it now helps is there me something wrong goals. with me if in the morning I, <laughs> I'm not that. like my feet? I would struggle to wake up. Maybe I'll do a second. Well, maybe we should talk about that later. How I can wake up? <laughs> well, we'll do sleep later. Anyway, yeah, actually. maybe That'll be good. we should. Yeah, no, but we meant but to have that. Normally, we're meant to have that. Mm, that yeah, starts. good stress, and you yeah, know, it motivates yeah. to action. I've got things to go today. I yeah. got to get to work. I've got to get exactly to what I'm doing, and that should do it. So true. And our day is meant to have perhaps tolerable stresses as well. There's some things that, you know, we put pressure on, you know. Yeah. And and yet when our nervous systems are not designed to have that all the time. Okay. So we can tolerate a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not designed to cop the chaos and the activation of our nervous system. Yeah consistently yeah and for too long or even if you have been negotiating and navigating stress for a little while which Mm -hmm. a lot of people have and do yeah something like this just really kicks the nervous system into gear in a way that feels really unmanageable and uncomfortable yeah and um, people then have a whole range of emotional psychological responses and would I be right then mm-hmm. as well, like you said, so people, we live with a bit mm. of stress all yeah. the time, which is, mm-hmm. can be the good stress, mm. gets us going. Mm. Um, sometimes, so pre even mm. something like this pandemic, that's no. just, no one's ever kind of yeah. walked through quite. Mm-hmm. There may have been stress in life, but mm-hmm. it's at a manageable level. Mm-hmm. But with something like this in the mm-hmm. mix for, would you suggest, and are you seeing this as a, I don't want to say widespread, it's not to everybody, but mm. that this is a frequent thing, that perhaps this is, Pushing the stress response Absolutely. just a bit too. Um, you know, just a little bit about what I do as a psychologist. Mm. We have this um, big, thick book like this, and mm. it has all of the diagnostic criteria in it yeah. of all the things that can happen to the brain and nervous system. Mm. And it's not meant to be a, a label-making th- initiative. It's yeah. just meant to describe symptom sets that people can struggle with mm-hmm. so that myself and perhaps a GP can speak the same language. Mm. And an acute stress response is actually a whole range of physiological symptoms that that activate about two to three days after some news okay. or an incident that's distressing. Yeah. So it normally doesn't last for longer than one to three months, this okay. acute stress response, yep. but it is definitely felt in the brain and the body and the nervous okay. system emotionally. It is actually got its own diagnostic criteria. Mm. And it's a diagnosis of its own. Um, But it usually develops early on. So, you know, something happens to us and we're just not okay for Mm. a few days. And that can actually be prolonged though. So Mm. instead of it just sort of lasting for a day or two and then then we come good, Mm -hmm. this is actually enduring. So it's lasting for more than just a couple of days. Now we're sort of two weeks in, I think it is, really, from when our city in particular really had to start to think about this yeah. in a whole new way. Yeah. And that's when we started to see 
panic buying and just an upsurge of, you know, people coming through the clinic. So I don't quite know how to describe it other than that without being too dirty. Sure, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think is also, um, what am I right? And that may be helpful as well for people to realize like this is um, that one of the challenges of the current situation Mm. is the prolonged nature of it. Mm. So if you're having this, like you said, there's, a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. No one still knows. It's not like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, we'll do X, mm-hmm. Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, A, B, C. It's an happen. end point. There's an no. end point. It'll yeah. take X mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, one of the challenges people may experience is this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you described it at one point that sometimes you feel like I just kind of know I'm not okay. I'm not okay. That, yeah, you know that right. a lot of yeah. people may be feeling that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the brain is designed to heal. Mm-hmm. So what normally happens is when we have something happen in our day, we hear something on the news mm-hmm. and it really disturbs us mm-hmm. or distresses us in some way. You know, the brain actually works while we sleep at night mm-hmm. for the next two nights after that news mm-hmm. or after that incident. And the brain actually works to heal itself and process that information away mm-hmm. so that we don't develop symptoms Mm. or panic or you know behavioral or emotional Mm. symptoms from that but um what is happening at the moment is people don't quite know how to process what's going on Mm. and you know perhaps they're not sleeping very well Mm -hmm. so so the brain is designed to heal it's designed to process you know we go to sleep at night there's mechanisms in place that help us process what's happening to us and problem solve and so on but at the moment that's that's really under duress i would say for some people not everyone but for some people um you know and we'll move to then a couple of the others touched there Mm. uh the idea of panic and anxiety when it turns to those things yeah um we'll talk in, in a few more minutes about the the sleeping idea yeah. and some of those mm-hmm. built-in mm-hmm. uh, things that should help heal. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd say if someone's maybe just trying to figure out how they're processing this, mm. if someone's experiencing an acute stress response, yeah. um, mm. the normal kind of reaction mm-hmm. to what has happened. It is a normal reaction. I'm glad you said that. Yep. Yeah. Um, is there anything you'd say, here are a couple of steps to just think about if you're mm. in that zone, mm. perhaps? Yeah, well, I think the first thing is to realize that you're experiencing a normal reaction mm. for an abnormal set of mm. circumstances. Yeah. And there are some psychological strategies that perhaps we'll talk about um, a okay. little bit later yep. on that, that just help to you know, come to terms with adjusting. Mm. So there's an adjustment period that needs to go mm-hmm. on. And there's everyone's so unique. So how we settle that nervous system yeah. will be different for me than what it is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the appropriate environment to have, you know, your own mental health needs assessed and checked is, mm-hmm. is actually in the office of a GP or a mental health mm-hmm. professional. Yeah. Um, good mental health first aid. You know, mm-hmm. you can go and have those checks done. But, you know, um, you're right. It is it is a normal reaction. Mm. And and the first stop is to sort of acknowledge mm. I'm having... I'm having a disruption to my mm. mental health and well-being, and this is a normal reaction. And there's things that I can do mm. to improve that or to tolerate my distress and my discomfort. Mm. And that's probably key. That's yeah. a key thing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's good. We'll talk about a couple of those strategies a bit mm. later. Mm. Let's talk about the um, the idea of panic. Yeah, I, I think you know 
I mean, why not? Panic's kind of a big deal right now. <laughs> bit hot, bit, you know. Um, and I say that just truly, this is the mm. world we're living in mm-hmm. at, the, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of conversation, particularly for a couple weeks mm-hmm. around, you know, panic buying mm. uh, and some panic yes. behaviors. You know, I mean, uh, did you see, um, you know, the, the prime minister the, the other week was just talking about, it was almost like a, a parent kind of mm. <laughs> talking to them. They're just going, I'm very disappointed in you. Yeah, you know, cause there were certain, you know. Um, it's disbelief. Disbelief. It, like we've, but we've, also, we've yeah. ended up with, we've ended up, you know, mm-hmm. bare shelves, mm-hmm. you know. And I think in a, in a lot of people, and there's mm-hmm. probably, you know, all these things triggered for different people mm-hmm. and um, buying all these mm-hmm. things, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's become panic buying. Mm-hmm. You know, we probably didn't used to have that in our vocabulary mm-hmm. no, whereas we've talked a lot about that now yeah. um you know it, it's just really a that's there definitely has been that expression and you'll mm-hmm. have good evidence if you will mm-hmm. why actually there isn't a shortage of toilet paper mm-hmm. or food supply chains mm-hmm. yet reactions and behaviors mm-hmm. have tended you know mm-hmm. into a, a panic mentality mm-hmm. what, let's just talk about what are you seeing in terms of you know, just panic. How is this affecting us as a, you know? Yeah, look, I, I think it's an area that we don't really understand very well about our humanity. Mm. And um, the best way I describe it is to say that all of us have an inbuilt alarm system. Mm. It's, there's a cluster of cells in the brain that are designed to activate when we, when we come under threat. Mm. And that alarm system is meant to activate... And it will activate very strongly. It's a human survival mechanism. You're meant to have it. If you didn't have that, yeah. you would actually get hurt. Mm. And so, you know, it's normal mm. that you ha- that we all have this sort of alarm system that's mm. designed to activate when we come under threat. And we're meant to panic. Mm. You know, if there's a wild animal comes in here or there's smoke in this building, <laughs> you know, I'm fight, flight, or freeze. You remember, yeah. you remember learning about that in biology? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fight okay. I, I don't remember learning freeze. I always remember flight or f- yeah. fight or uh, yeah, flight. Right. But freeze, freeze, that makes yeah, sense as well. Like as you well. don't, I can. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly that's right. It's a good addition. Yeah. <laughs> Mind, next time I see a bear too, I could freeze. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The fight, flight, or freeze mm. response is different for everybody. Mm. So when my alarm system activates just th- there's a number of reasons that my panic response or my alarm response will activate differently to yours mm. and we all have our own vulnerabilities mm. you know it, yes it's meant to go off but there are times when that panic response goes off when there's no need to be afraid or when the response is slightly out of context to what is actually going on yeah wow yeah. and so um with that false alarm, you might call it, mm-hmm. uh, there are a whole range of thoughts of physiological, so body reactions that really mobilize us. And again, it will be different. So some people, they don't go and panic by, mm-hmm. but they sit at home and they worry and they problem mm-hmm. solve and then they worry about worry and then they ruminate and it's like they're yeah. stuck on this loop that they can't get out of their head. You know, mm-hmm. that's one one yeah. response that other people don't have that at all they have the panic yep. that is their whole body feels an impulse yeah. to do one thing or another mm-hmm. and we're calling it panic buying so there's action I have to take now what can I not live without mm-hmm. you know I'm under threat mm. and toilet paper it is or yeah. yeah 
you know uh, it was quite amazing when you think yeah. about it like that, okay mm. here's how mm. the mind works mm. and we're getting like a first mm-hmm. hand experience and mm-hmm. probably lots of us it's in some sense that's a bit of a gift to go oh wait how do i respond yeah. because mm-hmm. I, I mean what I guess I'd think about it like that mm-hmm. creates almost an mm-hmm. opportunity for conversation with yourself. Yeah, that's right. To start to mm-hmm. be able to go, um, how do I observe myself? What's oh, happening absolutely. inside me? You know, oh, and it's yeah. not you're a bad person if you do that, or no. you're not. You know, these mm-hmm. are we're all going to have different responses. Humanity. We're humans. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like you said, right. people may go this yeah. way, that way. Yeah. But mm-hmm. for all of us, it's probably. Um, would you say, you know, kind of a, a, a helpful time to go, hey, I'm going to get to know myself oh, in a better way. Yeah. Would that be a good byproduct yeah, we could take? Yeah, to stop and yeah. to take a step back and observe what, what we, what's happening for us mm. is really key. Mm. And you know what? For some people, you know, they're not aware of their breath or their thoughts mm. or their physiology or, you know, mm. it could go on and on and on. And yeah. so to actually just take a step back and to understand a bit about our humanity mm. is um, is really important. Yeah. yeah, it is. Would there be um, any strategies you'd say this is specific to panic in that moment if you're wondering or mm. will we just look at strategies as a whole, do you reckon? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm a bit hesitant to sort of prescribe over sure. podcasts. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know? yeah. I, um, one of the things that um, we always talk about in psychology or as a medical professional, and particularly in a time where there's vulnerability, mm-hmm. is that, you know, in the interest of public safety, it is important that you have your own unique needs mm-hmm. assessed and met. Mm-hmm. And then, because there's a different strategy depending on your vulnerabilities. Mm. So what I sort of might say to you in your panic and your panic buying (laughs) might actually be different to someone else's Mm. given given your own physiological Mm. responses. There are some things, some Mm. general things that Mm. I'm gonna gonna talk about later from from a theory or from a type of therapy we call acceptance and commitment therapy. Mm. So it's, um, I don't Mm. mean to be all psycho No, I think that's good. But um, I want to bring some of those things in um, and, you know, just to be helpful uh, as general principles. But, yeah, yeah, if you're actually experiencing the the strong effects of of panic, for Mm -hmm. example, or any other anxious expression, Mm -hmm. um, activation of your nervous system that's Mm -hmm. causing you significant interference in your functioning, Mm. then the appropriate thing to do would be to go to your GP, mm-hmm. have that conversation or a mental health professional mm-hmm. and um, really assess, mm. you know, have your own humanity yeah. assessed. Yeah. That's what I would say to that. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, is that's that okay? Great. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, let's have a, a, another chat about, I think one of the helpful things with all this is just yeah. going, um, hey, uh, you know, if, if people are, are wrestling with all these things, just yeah. like, hey, this is, um, uh, you know, we, everyone's going to be having responses oh, yeah. and ranges of responses. Oh, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I think just being able to help a, yeah. as you as normalize, that. Do, normalize yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, you know, yeah. uh, not put judgment on it because no, that's probably that's the other right. side. Yeah. I feel like we're also wrestling with a bit as a yeah. as a people and in mm-hmm. the ways we're communicating. It's just also mm-hmm. figuring out how to not also judge these responses oh, to yeah. some degree oh, and to totally. try and, um, yeah. and, and maybe even for ourselves to know, yeah, mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. It, it's all starting points. That's exactly know. right. Um, you know, really to sort of come back to our values of gratitude mm-hmm. or kindness or mm-hmm. compassion yeah. or positive yeah. sense of humanity. Yeah. Is, it can be hard mm-hmm. when your nervous system is under duress. Mm. 
um, or you're not sleeping well or yeah. there's some, you know, a job loss or something yeah. like that. You know, yeah. any kind of loss experience That's at the right. moment is a whole nother conversation yeah. again, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and all these things mm-hmm. are going to have mm-hmm. various layers as yeah. we mm-hmm. experience, yeah, you know, because as we've said, there's, it's not like mm-hmm. here's exactly what will happen and then there's an end point. Mm-hmm. We know there's a lot of uncertainty still up ahead. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, let, let's talk about that idea in terms of uncertainty. Mm. We are, everything's so uncertain mm. right now. Um, and, you know, there's just, mm. you know, and because this is unique mm-hmm. of what anyone's really ever experienced, because mm-hmm. there's never been a global moment like this before, mm. um, the interconnection of everything, mm. the presence of social media yeah. uh, and media's pervasiveness right now, um, so we've never had a moment like this, and it's incredibly uncertain. Yeah. How are you seeing the uncertainty factor um, impacting people's lives? Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, this is actually a bit tricky to answer, and, I, and I'll explain mm. why. Uh, there is massive uncertainty, and then the ability to problem solve in, you know, that word unprecedented times, mm. you know, that's yeah. been used a lot, isn't it? Yeah, that's this right. is unprecedented. unprecedented. This is unprecedented. We just hear that all the time. Once in a hundred year event. Oh, it's yeah. A, yeah. So we're all yeah. sort of feeling our way in the yeah. dark. And um, traditionally, the psychological theories around tolerating uncertainty have been around watching our attitude. Mm. So if someone comes before coronavirus, if someone came into the clinic and they were, you know, talking through some issues they were facing and they they weren't tolerating uncertainty very well, mm. I would address it like an attitude that needed tweaking. Mm. And I must say, this is where I get a little bit stuck lately. Here we are in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> and I don't feel very comfortable saying, now, just let's tweak that attitude that you've mm. got towards mm. uncertainty. Yeah. You, yeah. I just, it just doesn't feel that great sure. to do, yeah. if I can yeah. be honest. I'm yeah. like, but it is an attitude. You know, yeah. Being intolerant yeah. of uncertainty yeah. can be a, an attitude or a mindset mm. that we have that is really going to be challenged right yes. now. And yeah. I, 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 you know, I just say it sort of gingerly, I suppose. You yeah. can tell my sort of apprehension of like, oh, <laughs> okay, country, let's just watch our attitude. You know, like yeah. I, that doesn't quite feel right either. Sure, yeah. But I suppose I, it still goes without yeah. saying that life is not always certain yeah. and it's not always yeah. fair. Yeah. And we probably weren't expecting a pandemic, yeah. but the same principles apply yeah. to be agile and to be yeah. flexible and to be to open up yeah. in our thinking yeah. and to work out what flexibility needs and to cooperate with that is, yeah. is a whole skill set on its own, isn't it? It is. And, mm. you know, it's just so funny like you said, because this is something we haven't experienced for a while, yeah. you know, I, I guess so one of the things I kind of, observe about as well we've probably had to some degree Mm. uh some false certainty yeah you know Mm. whereas you know and i would imagine Mm. even as i talk to some people from older generations they you know generationally different people are experiencing this very differently and there's a range of things that Mm. that go with that Mm -hmm. but um just say in the last even if you called it 30 years Mm. advances in uh Mm -hmm. health care treatment Mm -hmm life expectancy, mm-hmm. you know, the various 
um, conditions that could have been fatal mm -hmm. 50 years ago yeah. that are no longer, mm -hmm. procedures that were high risk even 20 years ago that mm -hmm. are almost routine mm -hmm. today. And there's a lot, uh, you know, that has mm -hmm. become almost a false certainty in this. Mm -hmm. So this is a bit of a shock to the system, oh, yeah. you know, whereas if you mm -hmm. go back 100 years or if you go back further into human history, mm -hmm. uncertainty mm -hmm. is a far more widespread experience of life. And around the world, mm -hmm. there's people who, ex you know, culturally. Absolutely. So us in the West have mm -hmm. a very different experience of mm -hmm. certainty, uncertainty mm -hmm. than, you know, people in developing parts of the world. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a fascinating thing the way we've suddenly into what felt like a pretty certain world. Yeah, that's right. Um, or various degrees of it, we've mm -hmm. hit like an totally unexpected level of uncertainty. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And there's different generations or demographics that will struggle with that more. Mm. And what we know from the research is that the older population are actually far more resilient mm, yeah. and, you know, than, than perhaps our young adults right yeah. now, but yeah. not just right now, sure. actually encompassingly. And um, and yet, so, you know, some of our, our older adults are some of the most vulnerable in our population. Yeah. And yeah, look, there's a lot of factors that play yeah. into that. And and tolerating uncertainty yeah. is is a skill. Yeah. That it's not great to yeah. develop right now. All sure. the skills, you know. <laughs> but oh, at the same time, know. wouldn't you go? Mm -hmm. uh, is it? It's maybe an opportunity to develop it at yeah. some level. At some level, you know. And, I think so. That's and really probably good. to give ourselves a bit of grace if it's something people struggle with. Yeah. Hey, that's that's mm -hmm. okay. It may be a muscle you've not mm -hmm. had to flex mm -hmm. uh, at different times. Mm -hmm. But it's probably. That's also, really almost, um, it, it feels almost like a necessity to develop so. some proficiency. Yeah. Um, what would, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned as well, like the word resiliency. Mm -hmm. You know, that is, um, that'll probably become a, a common word mm -hmm. or a more common concept mm -hmm. we're thinking about. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to talk about, say, with resiliency? What you've seen, or if I was going, I want to develop resiliency. Mm -hmm. um, what would be, there be anything you'd kind of say? Here's a couple oh, hot yeah. tips. <laughs> oh, that's just a whole big conversation on it. Yeah, own. I know it's that's really that could be a whole week. But yeah. you know, <laughs> um, one of the main things that that I find and um, that we read in the research around developing resilience, and there's a lot of things. Mm. Um, there's a lot of character attributes and things that you mm -hmm. can develop uh, that help develop resilience. But I would say. One of the key skill sets that I didn't have and I needed to actually learn was how to tolerate discomfort and distress. Mm. So my distress tolerance skills and mm. <laughs> capacity yeah. was not well developed. I mm. just never learned it. I never even I never even heard of that. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, tolerating distress. Yeah. Most things that are uncomfortable, I just slide off the table as fast as, as, fast as I can. Mm. You know, if I'm cold, that's it, I've got a jumper on. If I'm hungry, I've worked out from my office chair, it takes me seven minutes to drive <laughs> through McDonald's and get back to my office chair. You know, like I don't like the feeling of hunger. Yeah. You know, yeah. most things in, in my generation, we, yeah. we can, we can, yeah. we don't have to tolerate. Yeah. And it was a real Gee. shock to me to yeah. learn, oh, hang on a minute, like uh, distress tolerance skills, that's a, that's a thing. Mm. And we're designed to experience the full range of emotions yeah. as humans, yeah. and we will. Mm. And then, but how we tolerate them mm. is 
is a whole other skill set. And that's where yeah. resilience comes in. When you can learn to tolerate yeah. discomfort and distress. Yeah. I'm sounding like a psychologist. No, but I, I think. I apologize. I th- <laughs> no, not a, I think that as well is just to be able to name that. Mm. Just to mm. be able to go, this is a thing. Like mm-hmm. you said, I think I would have had a similar in my life at one point. I wouldn't mm. have ever thought about it like that. Yeah. But going, when I experience discomfort, mm-hmm. this can be a moment now to grow mm-hmm. versus we do want to reach oh, for yeah. eliminate. Get rid of you know, it. Get rid of the discomfort. Yeah, make that stop. And, mm-hmm. and I think that may be helpful for some mm-hmm. people just to be able to name it and go, mm-hmm. right. You know, mm-hmm. because I think it helps you go, it's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that you are uncomfortable mm-hmm. and and there's an opportunity in it as well. Yeah, and there's right. and, and there's there can be growth that can take place. Mm-hmm. Having that growth mindset mm-hmm. even to go, right. Mm-hmm that there's growth that can happen. This isn't, so I wasn't true. born with resiliency or not. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, yeah. this is. It can be developed. Something that yeah. can be developed. Yeah, I think that's, that's really right. empowering. Yeah. yeah, Growth mindset's good too. Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You know, one, one of the other things if I could go back on that you had mentioned in there that, that was in times of uncertainty, you threw out a couple words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were, I think I heard you say, you know, how do we move with agility? Mm. Um, you might have said flexibility, I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but could you go back in on that concept? Like, mm. how is that, I guess, important? Okay, mm. so we know there will be uncertainty. Mm. Um, what, you know, we, we talked about resiliency, but what, those ideas of agility, I really mm. like just that word mm. and that idea. What would you say about that? Yeah. You know, if you scroll social media for any length of time at the moment, and if you follow Mm. entrepreneurs, that's all their language at the moment is pivot, Mm. pivot, pivot here, pivot there. You know, that's entrepreneurs are really sort of, that's their language at the moment. And um, it's really interesting that they're referencing uh, flexibility and agility and responsiveness to what's happening. And again, that's a, that's another skill. Mm. Uh, it's not agility is not just about um, making your business run better or being resourceful, mm. although that is important. Um, we need emotional agility. You know, we often mm. need relational agility. We we need you know practical resource. We need to be resourceful. Mm. And agility or being agile and flexible really comes back to a base of pro- being able to problem solve. Mm. And again. I, I just don't think, I don't think I ever learned how to problem solve. Mm. And I don't know whether I'm, you know, I can problem solve your problems, mm. but I don't know whether I'm good at problem solving mine. You know, sure. it's a skill, I think, to learn to do that for ourselves Yeah, and be able to come up with alternatives, mm. whether that be in our thinking, emotionally, yeah. behaviourally, yeah. and um, being resourceful. Mm. And, uh, yeah, look, agility is something that I'm finding at the moment mm. that I, I have to be agile as a, mm. as a business owner mm-hmm. but also just relationally yeah. and constantly problem solving and and trying to be good at that and trying to you know we don't always have all the answers yeah and um, and you know we have to focus on what we can control yeah uh, but that that is well, that's I, probably what I mean by that I love that idea mm-hmm. and I think that is really mm-hmm. good because we are going to see it I think we will see, like you said entrepreneurs or, or people in organizational leadership yeah. are going to have to be agile oh, yeah. um, and mm-hmm. are feeling that mm. um, and people even in their job places they mm. may be Oh, yeah. It's just going to happen, mm-hmm. and they'll readily, possibly even access mm-hmm. it well mm-hmm. to be agile in those mm-hmm. spaces. Mm-hmm. But to really go, you know, again, I think it's really empowering to go, um, there's an agility you can start to apply mm-hmm. in your relationships, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. your, because families, mm-hmm. how is this going to look? Everything, 
um, and agility won't really won't really be an option almost because no. I mean we all like uh, you know you're yeah. going home at the end of the day going oh, what am I allowed to do tomorrow yeah, <laughs> you know well, and that's going to continue it's so true I heard the prime minister really appealing to us to use our common sense mm. and of course yeah I was like 100% yes my common sense you mm. know but it's not always easy mm. to know what that is in a moment yeah. Yeah. and it often yeah. involves problem solving mm-hmm. and trial and error and yeah you know and being agile and i think being able to approach Mm -hmm. life that way Mm -hmm. you know to just go Mm -hmm. i'm gonna approach you know like you said Mm -hmm. there how does this apply in my relationships Mm -hmm. how does this apply in my how am Mm -hmm. i looking at my life in such a way Mm -hmm. going okay Mm -hmm. what resources do i have what friendships can i reach Mm -hmm. people i can reach out to you know connections Mm -hmm. how where in my street what things you know Mm -hmm. i just think beginning to look at life Mm -hmm. through that lens Mm -hmm. and knowing the the responses that mm-hmm. I may want to initially reach for, because mm-hmm. they're my mm-hmm. habits or patterns mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. not to be bound by that, to be going, oh, I could actually, you know, I think there's something really empowering going, you could you could think differently, yeah. choose differently. Yeah. Um, think again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, agility, that's a, a great, great yeah. idea right now. Yeah, it is. Um, now, let's talk about, you'd mentioned you've got, uh, if you were to say, here is mm-hmm. uh, kind of a, a practical strategy mm-hmm. for, you know, I'm just a person, mm-hmm. you know, and that we're all kind of in the same boat on this, mm-hmm. going, how, uh, how do I respond, mm-hmm. you know, to the current situation we all find ourselves in, a global pandemic mm-hmm. affecting life at every level, mm-hmm. um, how do I start to whether whatever various responses I'm having, mm-hmm. a bit of strategy for yeah. how to engage well to keep our our minds well um, and and our our self our our inner being I guess well absolutely well yeah you know I want to bring uh, something to you that I found recently just in Great. the psychological literature yeah so one of the good things about being a psychologist is um, at any time we need science we can jump onto these sort of databases and have access to research that will help us know what the evidence base is around a particular issue or or theme or whatever it might be. And there is um, therapy, a type of therapy that's called ACT for short, but it stands for Acceptance and Commitment Therapy. And it was actually founded by Russ Harris, who's a well-known researcher and scientist and psychologist in in my industry. And, you know, I I don't want to necessarily give you pop psychology, but I'd love to be able Mm. to share with you some science, actually. Yeah, great. Some some tips and tools that it's evidence-based. And I actually did get a little bit of resource for today. Great. From... That, that has been adapted from this acceptance and commitment therapy mm-hmm. and um, I can send you the you know a tip sheet or something like Great. that yeah, but, and I'm going to use an, an um, you know you psychologists do this sort of yeah. I've got the face COVID yeah, you know yeah, F-A-C-E, the acronym for it yeah. Yeah. no sorry Great. about that yeah. but, you know, no. sometimes that's a bit cheesy but you hey. know it's just what we do oh that's good that's good <laughs> and I, be useful and it was yeah. really I read it and I just thought oh that in a nutshell mm. 
explains what we what we should be doing mm. right now. It's perhaps some practical mm. and psychological strategies Great. for what we could do to face COVID. Mm. And it's um, a resource that has been adapted from this Russ Harris's work. Great. So I really wanted to show yeah, you that. Yeah, excellent. Okay. Yeah, tell I, us about I that. I brought my laptop so I oh, can in case I forget the anal- the anagram or whatever it is. That's great. Um, but the F-A-C-E, the, so the F stands for um, focus mm. on what you can control. Mm. And That's I think great. we've talked about yeah. that today. Yeah, yeah. You know, you might have yep. even spoken about that. Yeah. Oh, we, we've been thinking about it, yeah. uh, you know, as a church. Mm. We've been thinking about this idea of, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um what we focus on is going to be a huge part of our experience. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot that's going to happen to us right now. We can't control, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so, but we can all choose what we're going to focus on. Mm. We can choose where we put our attention to. And, um, and I think that's a great thing to go, hey, it starts with focus on what you can control. That's Cause exactly boy, we're all a bit inundated. It's inevitable. I, Anxiety y- y- and that's fear right. is inevitable, yeah. isn't it? That's so, right. Yeah. And, and the circumstances, they're mm-hmm. beyond our control. Yeah, that's right. And there's a temptation. I think, I think what's also interesting right now is there is um, that temptation to focus. We're a bit uh, overwhelmed mm. with information, oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. and that's everything from the just straight from the governments mm-hmm. and authorities to hey, my mate heard this, yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. and mm. posts and social media. So mm-hmm. and all of the the media of mm. whatever form, be it social, mainstream, mm. all this, yeah, um, is competing for our attention. Mm-hmm. And so our focus could be mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. but all of that we can't control. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that idea of you know focus on what you can yeah. control. Yeah, that's right. And so mm. then the A stands for acknowledging mm. and accepting your, f- your feelings and your emotions. So that is, that's not just psychobabble. Mm. <laughs> it, it is actually really important to yeah. see if you can check in with yourself emotionally and name what it is mm. that that you're processing. So whether that be you know confusion, or you know you know things just seem surreal, or I feel scared, you know, and just to name and acknowledge that yeah. is is really key. Mm. Yeah, really key. Just to acknowledge your emotions. I, I think that's huge. And whether it's stored in your You mind. know, for people to realize that, yeah, there is, it, it might sound like, oh, it's just acknowledge, like that's mm-hmm. a huge step. Mm-hmm. And because when you're able to actually acknowledge it for what it is, mm. you're able to then mm-hmm. accept, you know, to accept it a bit more or that's to exactly now right. begin to process it instead that's of it just exactly staying this there's a thing there and I'm not quite yeah, sure like what it is. Yeah, push it away. Yeah, let's yeah. just push it away. <laughs> I think it's that applies <laughs> to thoughts as well. Yeah. So, you know, acknowledging yeah. our thoughts and feelings. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And that they'll be all wild at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And just to, it's simple, yeah. but actually the in the acknowledgement and even just noticing, you know, um, where you feel that in, in your body. Mm. And that's, that's the C. Yeah. You know, so okay. you connect to your body. Connect to your body. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it sounds like a psych mm. term, but mm. actually our body carries mm. the emotion yeah. so often we'll feel it in a lump in our throat yeah. Yeah. or um the swirling in our stomach yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. or you know we've got some brain cells actually in our heart and yeah. we, we often call it the checking station wow. in psychology mm. and sometimes people get a pain in their chest yeah you know for example when they're carrying emotion that that's hit them pretty hard mm. And um, just to actually be able to connect with your body, do some body work and mm. learn how to switch your nervous system off if you've mm. never learned that before. Yeah. And to have, you know, develop skills yeah. for being able to connect to what's happening yeah. to your humanity mm-hmm. and be able to process that. That's, that's another one. That's a whole skill on its own. Too. That is. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's, that's something mm-hmm. great to look even on, mm-hmm. on strategies for. I've found 
breathing became a big thing yeah. for me in that sometimes when I've actually worked mm-hmm. out, okay, I've got to be, mm-hmm. you know, in this pre, pre-COVID-19, but just in yeah. general going, yeah, yeah, this is life to mm-hmm. learn to connect. I found it really helpful mm-hmm. at a certain point in my life when I went, I've got to be able to be aware of my, mm-hmm. my body mm-hmm. and actually, oh, it's trying to tell me, yeah, you know, exactly <laughs> you're right. feeling Absolutely. some serious stress here yeah. and Absolutely. to find some of the strategies. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good one. Um, the other one, the E stands for engage in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So actually to fully participate and stay in a present moment mm-hmm. is, um, is easier said than done. And oftentimes people do struggle to engage fully in in just what they're doing. Mm. So if you're doing the dishes in the sink or if you're cooking, Mm. you know, dinner tonight, just to be cooking dinner, you know, just to engage, but participate fully Mm -hmm. in that and let yourself just, you know, your thoughts wander off and bring yourself back to engage and stay present is another term for it, I suppose, in what you're doing in the moment. Yeah. Again, these are all skills and yeah. strategies that you can learn, and 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 yet that they become yeah. important at times like this. They so. are, I think, mm-hmm. you know, even as you say those, mm-hmm. like engaging in what you're doing, um, it's also helpful to realize, like, we don't live in a culture that fosters mm-hmm. those, or you know, even mm-hmm. I think, you know, use of mobile phones, things like that. Like yeah. I know, uh, uh, again, I find that to be able to engage in what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe put putting some of those things mm-hmm. away that can. Mm. You know, that kind of, there's a myth of multitasking. There's That's things true. that are competing for distraction. There's, yeah. um, so I think that engage in what you're doing. I mean, I, what a beautiful picture that is. I've noticed, you know, recently we've been having some beautiful sunsets. I know. Um, and it's just been magnificent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of those great gifts even at the end of the day mm-hmm. to be able to stop with mm-hmm. people you care about or if mm-hmm. you're on your own to be mm-hmm. fully present in a moment. Yeah. And yeah. there's still so much. There's so much There's beauty. so much beauty yeah, that we can is. still engage with Um, it's so true we've got a little um five four three two one little practical tip that we often use in psychology and it works you Mm. should try it sometimes so five four three two one what that is is that okay so in the moment you can stop and just say name five things you see so it's like okay well i can see the lights there and i can see the microphone and you know the zipper on you you know like five things i see four things i hear so you actually have to stop, you know, I can hear the the air conditioning right now. You know, yeah. I can hear the guys in the next room. Off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell them to be quiet. But five, four, yeah. <laughs> and then the three. Three yeah. things I can touch, you know, so cool. the floor. Yeah. You know, if I'm wearing no shoes or yep. you know, whatever it might yep. be. Two things I can smell. One thing okay. I can taste. So you're actually stopping and because you're concentrating. Wow. Yeah. Oh, what can I hear? What is that noise? You know, sort of thing. It actually really brings you back. Boy, that's powerful. I'm, I'm excited moment. to do that. I'm going to do that tonight. Do I like that. Yeah. So five five things I can see. Yeah, you go through your senses. Four basically. things I can hear. Mm-hmm. Three things I can touch. touch mm-hmm. Two I can smell. Mm-hmm. One I can Yeah. What's the taste. last taste? That's it. <laughs> What's the last? That is awesome. I love Think that. senses, senses. Yeah, yeah. Engage. Just going right through five senses. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah Present in right. the moment. Yeah, that's, that's so that's awesome. the F-A-C-E, face. Okay, yeah. And then COVID. I've got yep. some tips for that too. Yep. You ready Great. for these? Yeah, let's okay. hit it. So that's COVID face. is, mm. number C, is committed action. Mm. Okay, so committed action means to, if you know, take action according to your values and, you know, you will often bring people back to their value systems and their reference mm. point. Yeah. And to take committed action means to come back 
to the things that you value mm. and to really check in with those reference points and commit to those things. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's really powerful. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So we do that one. Um, opening up. Opening up means to make room for difficult feelings. It's almost that distress mm -hmm. tolerance I was talking uh -huh. to you about yeah. before. And actually um, facing the difficult feelings and acknowledging, normalising. Yep. It's sort of like the the opening up. Yeah. You know. So if we're feeling a bit of that acute stress or even a, a little bit of anxiety, just mm -hmm. opening up for that. Or yeah. this feels like allowing a lot. It. I'm allowing for that. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is okay. Yeah. It's like that the I'm feeling this way. Yeah. Yep. Accepting. Okay. There we go. Okay. And having compassion towards that too. And having compassion yeah, towards that. What a beautiful picture yeah. that is to be open to it compassion yeah. towards ourselves mm -hmm. towards how we're feeling yeah, yeah that's great that's exactly right and then it must be the so that's values um committed action should be guided by our core values um mm. what you what do you want to stand for in the face of this crisis you know ask mm. yourself those questions and challenge yeah. yourself to yeah. you know to come back to those values mm. oh that's so important i think that is mm -hmm. you know we, we've been just thinking and, and talking about you know mm. it, like one way or another, we will mm -hmm. experience it. Mm -hmm. One way or another, we will end mm -hmm. up at some point in the mm -hmm. future on the other mm -hmm. side of mm -hmm. this particular event and all its effects. Mm -hmm. um, and I think our everyone's dream, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of helpful mm -hmm. to go, you know, I hope I lived it in such a way that was consistent mm -hmm. with my values. Oh, totally. You know, that's really the best you can aim for and mm -hmm. is almost within people's grasp. The events won't be, mm. but we can all choose to live consistent yeah. with our values, can't That's we? That's exactly right. And again, I heard one of our politicians sort of appealing to us West mm. Aussies this time. It was just to to, to have camaraderie mm. and to sort of, you know, it was almost like the spirit of the Anzacs, you know, yeah. just sort of really band together and... Mm. You know, and I and I thought, oh yeah, that's our sort of patronage to one to one another, mm -hmm. perhaps. So yeah, yeah that was a good great. point. Yeah. Um, what is the next one? Identify resources, of course. Mm. Mm. Identifying resources for help and support and advice. You know, a mental health treatment plan. We have telehealth options now oh, at wow. the clinic, so okay. we can actually, because we're a, an essential service, we yeah. can actually do those Skype or telephone check-ins and consultations so wow that's there's great lots of resources and you know there's the gp is a little bit inundated at the moment mm. but certainly um as allied health we are to take the burden off the health mm. system at mm -hmm. the moment so we've got a lot of resources and you know tools and support yeah and that's great available if people need it oh, that's so great. i think that's important to identify resources and then d i just put disinfect <laughs> yeah that's good. And distance. Wash them hands. Distance, have some distance. Yeah, that's a, that's actually yeah. a big one. And yeah. I, you know, when I first heard that that is our biggest weapon yeah. against, I was, yeah. it just took me a little while to really sort of like, mm, you know, what, you know, it just I don't know. It just seems like a strange situation to me. Yeah. But I, but I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, and it is part of yeah. actually what we need to do to psychologically and practically play our part. Yeah, and so. I put that one in. I think that's. I think. I think, I think that that's a great in. one. You know, mm -hmm. and I think it. You know, it's it's that kind of moment where you can do something, yeah. and and I find as well. Even you know, I've kind of just gone. You know what? This is really great. I've learned to mm. wash my hands better mm. than I ever could have before. <laughs> I feel like I'm a pro. I don't know if most of it's like. Yeah, I thought I was good before. Now I'm like I'm a pro, and that, you know. <laughs> so there, there's something we can do, and like you said, it's the biggest weapon. Yeah. And all of us can play a part. Yeah. And that's a really fascinating thing. Yeah. How in the whole world? Yeah. But we can play a part 
by, you know, just living well that way oh, by yeah. taking it good re- care of ourselves. It is. It really brings us others. back to our humanity yeah. too, though, doesn't yeah. it? It's like, okay, well, we're washing hands. Yeah. And we're distancing. And yeah. We're humans, but we're going to connect yeah. on this. Yeah. Way, so. Yeah. Anyway. That's great. Rochelle, this has been so helpful, mm-hmm. and I know it's going to be so helpful to so many people mm-hmm. uh, just thinking about and trying to process and mm-hmm. work out what they're feeling, experiencing, mm-hmm. what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's our hope is to help, yeah. help people live well through Absolutely. this. And um, we're going to – we'll put the notes from what you've shared yeah, there sure. on the Face COVID. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put that up with mm-hmm. this in, in mm-hmm. the show notes. And, and also let people know if you want to um, access some of that support Rochelle Absolutely. was talking about. If you need some additional support yeah. – as you journey in this, you can contact. What's the best way for them to get in touch with Masters and Co? Yeah, Masters and Co. Well, there's a phone number, and um, we'll put that on. We'll link. We'll you, put the yeah. the website, the phone so number, mm-hmm. all the details. So mm-hmm. if you need some uh, some help thank and support, you. go Absolutely. check in at Masters and yeah, Co. We're ready. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much. It's been uh, such a blessing. So yeah, helping us live well. Yeah. Thanks, thank Michelle. You.